0: Hello everyone, I'm Lexis Chan and welcome to podcast title, the podcast about senioritis. Being a senior at University High, I've been struck with a very common but effective disease called senioritis. In fact, I was awarded with worst senioritis amongst 70 other seniors at my school. Because of this title, I thought I knew exactly what senioritis was. One day, my older sister misused the term and being the person that I am, I was eager to prove her wrong. According to the World Wide Web, senioritis is a colloquial term mainly used in the United States and Canada to describe the decreased motivation towards studies displayed by students who are nearing the end of their high school, college, and graduate school careers, or at the end of the school year in general. This definition specifically interested me because I always believed that the word senioritis referred specifically to your senior year of high school. So after being assigned another form of a podcast by my teacher, Thank you, Ms. Robinson, and having free liberty with it, I decided to further investigate this definition and see if it's indeed true. Before I can interview my first guest, I want to explain all the sides to senioritis so that way you can get a better understanding of what it is that everyone seems to be suffering from. According to the international college counselors, they define the symptoms as laziness, skipping class, lack of studying, and general disinterest in school. So basically, towards the end of the year, students turn into zombies and stop trying. Of course, there are many problems with this, which causes several different concerns. The most common seem to be about college slash the future and how not caring can seriously mess those up for students. The ICC warns about getting booted out of the school you've already been accepted in and in general losing a semester worth of learning. Most teachers and faculty think that they know why this is happening, and for the most part they're right. It's safe to say that most people believe that senioritis is so powerful because it's the last semester and students are all ready for the year to be over, so they have no motivation to continue the year strong if it's just going to end soon. Especially high school seniors, as most of us believe that the last semester can't hurt our chances if we've already picked a college. If this only affected seniors, it would make sense. However, it's possible that it's targeting other grades, and freshmen have many more years of schooling to get through before their motivation to finish should completely dissipate at the beginning of the second semester. So this podcast will try to find out why senioritis is affecting more than just seniors and how to counteract it. This is a three episode podcast with about 10 minutes per episode, which doesn't give me much time to approach it scientifically. So, I'm going to interview three people from all ends of the spectrum, according to the previously mentioned definition. I will interview a college senior, high school senior, and a freshman. In this episode, I will interview a fellow senior at University High, Jonathan Priest. I'm going to use him as an outsider's opinion on senioritis, how it affects him, and compare it to another source on the internet. I'll also compare the why for the outbreak of senioritis. So, Jonathan... At what point in your senior year did you feel you really felt the senioritis sink in?
1: Well, for total senioritis, I didn't really uh, I didn't experience too much my senior year so much as the other years of high school. But as of senior year, uh, it was more like second semester, fourth quarter type stuff.
0: What did you do to counteract the disease, or did you do anything at all?
1: Uh, well, when I first got of the disease, it was mostly because of you know me not wanting to do certain things, and so I didn't really try to counteract it because it was justified. But as of this year, I took a bunch of AP classes that I uh, I passed them.
0: What do you think truly triggered the senioritis epidemic in the entire grade?
1: I think it was primarily the fact that, you know, it's towards the end of our high school career. Everyone's ready to move on. Most of us, if not all of us, are 18 at this point. Uh, And, I mean, for me personally, it was the the notion of doing stuff you don't want to. So, I mean... (laughs)
0: What do you think truly triggered the senioritis in yourself?
1: Well, when I was a freshman and a sophomore and a junior, I had to take a bunch of classes that I really didn't care about, namely stuff like English, world geography, history, economics, uh, stuff like that. So that notion of it doesn't matter if you want to do it, you're going to do it, no bueno. So I so I would, you know, sort of rebel for lack of better term by just slacking off and not doing anything, not realizing that it literally only hurt me.
0: So do you think if you got to choose all the classes that you needed to take, like for example, instead of taking English and history courses that you weren't interested in and study mostly math and science, do you think you would have had much of a better, uh, Or worse, senioritis? Uh,
1: Yeah, I think it definitely would have been better because it would have been stuff that the student chooses, not stuff that they're forced to. And when you choose something, you're inherently interested in it. So, I mean, you know.
0: (coughs) Jonathan said he experienced laziness but that's only because of how his grades were dropping. So, while laziness can be determined as a significant and major symptom of senioritis, it's not necessarily because students don't care about school, but because they feel like it's too late to fix the grades, and at this point, it doesn't matter. For that reason, the International College colleague suggests isn't exactly true either. Another crucial moment was when Jonathan claimed to experience senioritis in every year but his senior year. While personal reasons and outlooks were involved, it does show that the Wikipedia definition already holds some truth to it. So, to conclude episode 1, the broad stereotypes of senioritis do hold some truth to them. Also, it can be predetermined that senioritis isn't just exclusive to high school seniors. But, like any other stereotype, exceptions and different perspectives arise that add more to the problem of senioritis. Stay tuned for the next episode where I'll interview a college student and a high school freshman to further investigate white senioritis is spreading past its bounds of high school seniors.